My name is Eleanor Jard and this is the first episode of the Speak Out podcast for Speak Out Revolution. We are talking to various anonymous guests about their experiences of harassment and bullying in the workplace. This is our first episode and we have a anonymous guest who is a 33-year-old male. Uh, if you could please just give us a brief explanation of your experience, please. Uh, yes. Um, so uh, when I was at uni, I was um, uh, in my early 20s. Um, I worked for a um, well-known supermarket, and mm-hmm. um, I worked quite closely with a, a lady who was in her late 40s, early 50s, and yeah. um, she used to make a lot of comments about my appearance, um, mm-hmm. about, about my arse, about my um, front area, the other side of my bum, um, and she used to make comments to her friends as well, and right. it made me feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Did you report it at the time or speak to anyone about it? Um, I spoke to colleagues about it. I didn't report it to management. I, um, I, I, I felt as uh, a, a male in their early 20s who was twice the size of this woman who was uh, making the comments um, that it wouldn't be taken seriously. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So was your barrier to sort of speaking out to your superiors that you, you felt it wouldn't be taken seriously due to your age and your sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I, I don't think at the time I'd heard of any man complaining about unwanted sexual advances. So Right. Hmm. So when you spoke to your colleagues about it, how was it kind of received by them? Um, mixture. Uh, I'd say the male colleagues, especially the ones similar age to me at the time, were very jovial. Thought it was a bit of a joke. Yeah. Thought I should yeah. take her up on her numerous offers. Um, and I'd say that, that my female colleagues I spoke to were also similar age to me. Um, they thought it was more serious. Um yeah. They, they thought it was um, not appropriate and something that shouldn't happen. But wasn't, they all, they yeah, all, it definitely all, wasn't. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't. No, no. Um, they also, but they also weren't sure about what I should do with it. I suppose it's all being very young and naive. Yeah. Um, it was most of us, it was our first jobs. So, so did you recognise it as harassment at the time that it was happening? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's so long ago. Um, possibly, um, mm-hmm. but then again, possibly not. Um, I really, honestly, can't remember that well. I have bad memories of it now. Definitely recognise it as harassment now, but yeah. Um, at the time, I'm was told different things by different people all the time, so my mind probably changed uh, every five, ten minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, would you? Do you think if it happened to you now, would you notice that it was harassment and would you do something differently about it if it happened to you now? Um, yeah, I, I, I would recognise it as harassment. Um, and uh, I think I'd start by having a word with the individual first um, yeah. in this case, just because the you know there's no physical threat of any sort of violence off a woman that's twice my age and half my size. Um, yeah. Yeah. So did you feel that the fact, you've kind of mentioned this with your with telling your friends, did you feel the fact that you were sort of a young male meant that you were treated differently when you did speak to them about it? 
Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I think I'd have mentioned this to my male colleague if I was female and the other person was male, then then they probably would have told me to um, speak to a manager or speak to the person or they'd have offered to speak to the person on my behalf or, yeah. or but they, they certainly would have made they certainly wouldn't have made fun of it. Um, yeah. which is the the overwhelming response I got from male colleagues. So does it seem like once once you told them it was a woman who was doing it, they just sort of instantly switched off? Yeah, or it was just turned into a joke. Um, yeah. Mostly at my expense. Um, yeah. So would you say that it sort of would it did it did the experience affect you at work? Um a little bit. I try not to spend you know, I try not to spend any time alone with the person. Um I tried to make sure I was never um caught. Uh, out in the warehouse or in, a, mm-hmm. in the canteen with her alone. Um, yeah, I also asked to wear different trousers to work. Um, yeah. The uniform in that particular supermarket at the time um, was a uh, people um, colleagues had to wear these blue trousers, uh, and they were the same trousers for both genders. And they fit the women. They fitted women okay. They fitted men really badly. There wasn't. Um, yeah, and. They didn't leave a huge amount of the imagination, right? Um, and I, I asked my manager if I could source my own trousers if I could find the right color blue. Um, yeah. And I, I was told I couldn't, but I didn't tell my manager the reason for the trousers. I because uh, okay. they were physically constraining, and I found them uncomfortable, um, rather than the correct reason. Do you think if Do you think if you'd have told them the actual reason, they would have allowed you to do it? Uh, no. As the, I, I know some female colleagues wanted to have looser fitting trousers um, yeah. and for the same reason, you know, they were getting harassed mostly by customers mm-hmm. um, and they were told the same as me. Um, so I, I wouldn't have thought so. So what would you sort of say to someone who is experiencing something similar at work? Um, make a lot of fuss, make a lot of noise about it. I think if you get people on your side, especially colleagues, and you can go to I mean, approach managers first as an individual, but if that doesn't work, if you can get people on your side, preferably people at the same level as you or higher, um, yeah, and you can go to your management as a lump and ask for a change, you're more likely to have a positive result. Um, but yeah. it's harder to say no to a group who yes. are all thinking the same and wanting the same outcome. Um, yeah. What's made you decide to speak out now? Um, it's something I feel passionate about. My my partner's had trouble with harassment yeah. at work, and um, I I thought it would be a. I, I don't think this story is often told from a male perspective. Um, it's certainly not as big a problem as it is the other way around but yeah. um, I just thought that perhaps if, you know, if I share my story it's more data in the pot it's more pressure on companies and governments and anyone else that needs to act to act um, yeah yeah I think it's I think it's definitely valuable because I sort of picked up on the bit where you mentioned that you would avoid being in the warehouse or somewhere near her. That happens, you hear that a lot mm. from different women. Yeah, I've, I've seen from the Speak Out survey results, what they posted online, 
you know, yeah. I've, I've seen other people make similar comments and, and it's quite sort of I think it'll be good for listeners to realize that it does happen to men too yeah 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 I think it would and it, it might encourage more men to come forwards um, yeah I, I, you know they haven't spoken to other men about it and it hasn't come up in conversation one way or the other they they might think that they're alone and therefore strange and weird um yeah and I think it's I think it's really important that a lot of different people the whole the whole sort of point of this really is to get lots of different stories of bullying and harassment sort of out there so people can sort of then suddenly listen to it and go oh hang on I have experienced bullying and harassment at work I just didn't register it at the time yeah yeah yeah. And I believe you have a second story of experiencing bullying harassment work, but you didn't experience it yourself. It was something you sort of viewed. Yeah, yeah. So this is another um, uh, sort of sexual harassment style one. Um, this was um, in my adult life uh, about two or three years ago. So I was in my early 30s. Um, right. And um, I, I worked in the, the most trade um, in an uh, office environment. Um, yeah, I won't say what doing because there's not many companies that do it. Um, right, and uh, I work quite closely um, with uh, a small number of male colleagues uh, and and, mm-hmm. and female. And there was uh, one girl who I worked with. Um, she was in her early twenties. She yeah. sat directly behind me, so I couldn't. She wasn't in my line of sight. Um, yes, and there was a member of my team um, who was significantly older i would say in his mid 40s who right um would get up to go um towards his presence part of his job and it was part of his job and we all had to communicate she was our um admin for the group so there was a lot mm-hmm. of communication that was either done electronically or physically or a mixture of the two um, yeah and while he was talking to her as long as no one was watching he was always very careful about this um would right. rest his hand on her shoulders that were normally bare because of the clothes that she wore or yeah. stroke her hair or um, kneel down beside her and whisper things in her ear. Generally creepy, really weird stuff. Yeah, that sounds fairly creepy and slightly terrifying, actually, when you're at work. Yeah, it makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. I mean, I mean, even if you're not at work, that's terrifying, but you really don't expect it at work. No, no, no. And this, this has been going on for, I think, a number of months by the time she plucked up the courage to speak to... Um, my colleague who sat next to me, who was also female. Um, yeah. And she asked if it should be happening. And I think the look on both our faces um, communicated our sort of horror and disgust of what we yeah. told. Um, and we, um, we encouraged her to go speak to um, the the individual who committed the offences immediate line manager rather than her line manager because they were different. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we both offered to go with her if she wanted um, people to go with or just to back her up. Because um, yeah. this man was quite, we always thought he was a bit creepy even before this mm-hmm. happened. Um, and, um, she, she spoke to the uh, line manager and he basically said, well, you come to work wearing small strappy S-tops um, or um, crop tops or, you know, whatever she was wearing. And um, it's what you expect, basically. She was 
quite attractive, quite, quite busty, and like to show a fair amount of skin. But that's not an excuse or a reason to do anything no. this, this, this person did. And um, at that point, me and my colleague also went and spoke to him and said, um, you're aware that the response you gave is technically illegal and wrong yeah. on so many levels I don't even know where to start. And he, at that point, conceded a little bit, um, but nothing happened. Um, so um, we then, as a, by that point, more people had got involved and it had got around the office so that uh, it was a very small company. Um, a lot of people knew, yeah. but not the individual who committed the events. Um, and so then we as a group went to go speak to uh, the director of finance because she was uh, on the board. So Hans and yeah. Klaus and also happened to be female. So yeah. we'd have a more sympathetic ear. Um, yeah, slightly more sort of receptive, you'd hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other two directors were um, Motor Trade through and through, which for anyone that has ever worked in Motor Trade, it is the most sexist, racist, uh, really, uh, and every other ist you care to mention of any work environment I've ever been anywhere near, um, and it's yeah. So she's also not um, this particular director wasn't from a motor trade background. She was from a finance background, so worked for many other right. large office companies before. So we thought be better, um, yeah. and um, she was. She was very helpful. She was like we were shocked and appalled over what happened and. The way it had been treated, and she, uh, I don't know who she spoke to, but it basically filtered down from the top. And um, the manager that that she originally spoke to was told to fix it. Basically, um, yeah. And he took the perpetrator outside and had a very quick um, word with him about what he was doing and why it was wrong. Um, that solves everything, doesn't it? Pardon? That clearly solves everything, doesn't it? A nice, quick, short chat. Solves all problems. Yeah, I mean, no, no disciplinary action, no, no written warning, no verbal warning, nothing of that sort. Nothing on his performance review at the end of the year. He actually got a bigger pay rise than I got that year, um, oh. which went down like a lip balloon. Um, yeah, yeah. And what what happened? Uh, the behaviour stopped. The girl who it happened to left the company I don't mm. think I think partly because of what happened but I think mostly yeah. the pay wasn't very good, the hours were um, right. reasonable um, yeah. but she left to um, work in events which is what she did before she came to us and I think she right. she preferred that work um, mm -hmm. so I, I don't think it was entirely because of what happened but it certainly played a part um, right. and but what's happened, the way the company's ended up is that basically everybody that pushed for this complaint and went to the director, including said director um, of finance, has now left or been pushed out of the company by redundancies or by right. pressures that were unreasonable for management saying, this is your new workload. Yeah. Um, Despite and uh, you know, us going, that's not achievable, and so you were either pressured out or left. I, I, I've left, um, and um, amazingly, the one of the few people that's left and kept his job 
is the perpetrator of this whole thing. He is still at the company. Um, Sadly, that's not that surprising. They always work out that way, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not. I don't know anybody left at the company now because all the people I knew backed me on what we were doing, yeah. and they've all been pushed out one way or another. Um, yeah. uh, so I don't know if he's done anything like that since, or what's been done with the company. Um, hmm. So I know you mentioned earlier that she, the woman who was actually harassed, didn't seem to know that it was harassment, and she came to ask you and the person who sat next to you if it was okay or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your kind of immediate response to that? Sorry, what was that? I didn't catch that. What was your kind of immediate response to that? Shock. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly shock. <laughs> uh, followed by sympathy, followed by checking she was okay. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then anger, I suppose. Um, yeah. yeah. A mixture of all the, yeah, a mixture of all of those. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just listening to it. I'm completely sort of detached from that, but it makes me angry just to hear it, yeah. that somebody would even question if that was okay or not. Yeah, it wasn't her questioning it that made me angry. It was the fact it happened. Um, yeah, but it was, I guess what I, I guess what I mean, sorry, is more that the fact that she was having the question that that was okay and worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder what else has happened to her in her professional life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the fact it happened literally two feet behind me. Mm. She, you know, if I, if, if we both span around on our office chairs, we'd, we'd collide with each other. That's how close we sat. Um, yeah. And the fact it was, so he would have been literally centimetres behind me when he was doing it. Um, yeah. Because I was so annoyed at myself that I never noticed. Um, I mean, I get that, but it's completely not your fault. No, no. <laughs> but I get, that I, I get that it can be really difficult when somebody sort of comes to you with something like that and you're like, how have I not realised? Yeah. But I think people who do that tend to be so kind of, sounds horrible, well-versed in it. Yeah. They can kind of get away with it without much fuss. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the, the person in question, he was he was motor trade for and through as well. He, he worked in the motor trade his entire life. So right. um, to him, that was probably normal work behaviour, unfortunately. Um so would you say that your previous experience of harassment at work changed how you responded to her coming to you with her experience? Uh, yes, and I think also my partner's issues she's had at work also right. changed how I felt it. as uh, um, Yeah, I, I was very surprised at how little she knew of her rights and yes. um, what, she, what was allowed to happen and what wasn't allowed to happen. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, I shouldn't think what would happen if we never got involved and if she tried to deal with the whole thing on her own in that yeah. situation with that company. I, I imagine either nothing or something would have been said, but nothing would have actually been done. Yeah. And it makes, it makes you worry if she hadn't sort of come to you and had spoken to no one or spoken to someone else who sort of told her, brush it off, you're like, like her manager, brush it off, you're a pretty young woman, live with it really, yeah. whether it would have escalated to anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then she would have carried that forward until eventually she bumped into somebody that said, no, you, that, that's not right. 
Uh, yeah. Hmm. Like, I, sort of like I said earlier, that's kind of the hope that with this podcast and all the other work we're doing is that we can sort of go, no, this isn't, this isn't okay. This is, this is horrible and this is harassment and it's inappropriate and it shouldn't be happening anywhere, let alone at work. Yeah, and hopefully people who have some of this happen and Google it or research it on Facebook or Google or anywhere, come across, speak out or someone similar and see that A, they're not alone and B, what's happened really isn't acceptable anywhere, ever. No, it's definitely not. Well, thank you very much for coming on for our first episode. Okay. I, we're very grateful you told us your story. And yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.